wishing you and your family a prosperous and happy new year. I trust and hope that you were able to enjoy your holidays and get into the holiday spirit. And just like that, 2024 has officially begun. Now, if you've been a part of the Eat, Live, Love, Train community, you know all too well that we don't do New Year's resolutions. Nope, we don't subscribe to that way of thinking. Instead, any resolution, aka any lifestyle change that you want to incorporate in your life should take place immediately so that you can start living your best life. So, no resolutions, no need to wait. Manifesting your dreams starts the moment you decide to make a difference in your life. Welcome to Eat, Live, Love, Train. It's not a tagline, it's a lifestyle in a community of individuals devoted to food, wine, and wellness. I'm your host, Chef Shannon, executive chef, certified sommelier, and certified wellness coach. Also, proud Air Force veteran. Hashtag gratitude. As you listen, this will be one of the best moments of your week, where you're entertained like a stand-up, educated like a TED Talk, and enlightened like a sermon. If you're new around here, welcome. You can find me at eatliblovetrain.com. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe. You can listen over at iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Alexa TuneIn, Pandora, and Google Podcast. I appreciate you. And if you got something on your mind, feel free to DM me on Instagram at EatLiveLoveTrain. And if you're not new, then you already know how we get down around here. If you would like to be a part of the Food, Wine, and Wellness Tribe and get routine updates and notifications on pop-ups, live streams, promos, members-only exclusive videos, podcasts, and or giveaways, be sure to get on the list to receive a newsletter. You don't want to miss out on opportunities that will enhance your kitchen game, hosting skills, food and wine persona, and bring added value to both your personal and professional relationships overall. You can sign up to get all these updates at eatliblovetrain.com forward slash newsletter. Last year, throughout 2023, we discussed a variety of things ranging from intermittent fasting and the ketogenic diet. Moreover, developing a strategy for each of those plans and moving forward as we segue into 2024, we'll continue to elaborate on these strategies. Now, when it comes to the keto plan, you should understand that there are a few levels to this keto diet. And much like the proverbial, there's levels to this. There are a few levels to the ketogenic diet. These few variations do have some distinctions as each level of keto is centric to the individual. Much like the variations in intermittent fasting with the variant of eating windows or time frames that a person can choose what's right for them. The same can be said for the variations of the ketogenic diet. How deep and how wide a person wants to go depends on the person and their desired goals. Let's consider the standard keto diet. Then there's a specific keto diet a targeted approach to the ketogenic diet. And then last but not least, you have a higher plane of keto, an advanced variant, one that is not for beginners nor mid-level practitioners. And this one, as we say, this one's for the real G's.
that are truly about that life. Now, contrary to popular belief, you may think that the keto diet is a one-size-fits-all meal plan. Well, I'm here to clear things up a bit. That's simply not true. So let's get into it. So let's talk about the legacy ketogenic diet or the standard keto diet, a.k.a. the classic keto diet. This is the focal point where the majority of folks begin their keto journey. And so the standard keto diet normally follows these ratios for food, 75% fat, 20% protein, and 5% carbs. Now these percentages will equate to certain numbers, grams, fat, protein, and carbs, which is dependent on your height and weight. So if you use a tracking app like, it's uh, a good one, MyFitnessPal, um, you can input your target percentages as well as your personal details. And this will also calculate the macros and grams for you. And so oftentimes when I am talking about the keto diet in general, I'm referring to the standard keto diet and not one of the advanced variants. That being said, there is a variant on the standard keto diet that is sometimes categorized as another version of keto in its own right. It's slightly higher in protein. Uh, this version changes the ratios to 60% fat, 35% protein, and 5% net carbs. Now this is usually only used by those who lift weights on a very regular basis. Too much protein can affect your chance of reaching ketosis, so keep that in mind. Now the next variant that we're going to discuss of the ketogenic diet is taking the targeted approach. Those of you that want a specific target towards the ketogenic diet, these are the folks that in general, you're going to eat the same percentage values as the standard keto diet. But now you're going to eat your carb intake at a specific time rather than spread out all over the course of your meals. All right. So typically, if you're interested in a specific approach, a.k.a. a targeted approach, then you're already familiar with the ketogenic diet and you already have some experience with it. So you need to know what the right amount of carbs are for your body in order to maintain ketosis. So this may take some practice. Now keep in mind that this targeted approach is used by people who want to follow the ketogenic diet and at the same time optimize their training performance. So the idea here is that about 30 to 60 minutes before a planned exercise or training session this gives your body easy access to an instant fuel source, which also helps power you through your training regimen. Now, when using the targeted ketogenic diet approach, be cognizant of which carbs you're consuming. Anything with high amounts of sugar could leave you with digestive issues when you're going to be exercising right afterwards. Instead, you need to pick something that's easily digestible. Once you've completed your training session, you want a high-protein meal without too much fat to aid in muscle recovery. So that's the targeted approach to the ketogenic diet. Now, the next level is a much more advanced level, 
to the ketogenic diet, and it's referred to as the cyclical ketogenic diet. So this high-level approach is used by experienced athletes who are very in tune with their bodies. This cohort ranges from bodybuilders, military members, uh, athletes, collegiate athletes, professional athletes. Now with this advanced level of the ketogenic diet, it also helps to burn fat very fast while at the same time build lean muscle mass. At its very core, it's a structured cycle of eating that ranges from high carb days to low carb days. This gives the followers a boost of carbs when they need it. Now, it does take a lot of experience with this particular advanced diet to drill down and figure out how this could work for your training session and your type of body. Self-awareness is key with this particular advanced level. Now, the majority of the time, you should be following the standard ketogenic diet with the normal ratios. This equates to approximately 20 to 50 grams of carbohydrates per day for most people, and that's five to six days per week. On the other hand, when it comes to your one or two high carb days, what this will look like, it's going to be a huge turnaround in the amount of carbs that you consume, somewhere in the region between maybe 300 to 600 grams a day, looking for a percentage value of around 50%. This is what's referred to as carb loading. Now keep in mind, this is much like the targeted approach of the ketogenic diet, only this much more advanced version is specifically for athletes and or those required to perform at a much higher level. In addition to that, keep in mind that this advanced level is for folks that train much more frequently as well. Followers or practitioners of this much more higher advanced level of the ketogenic diet are doing so in order to maintain their muscle glycogen at moderate levels. Bottom line up front, the cyclical ketogenic diet gives you long periods of ketosis before the carb intake which should completely deplete muscle glycogen so that it can be fully restored on high carb days. Again, keep in mind that this much more advanced level of the ketogenic diet is much more often used by those who compete at a high level. Bodybuilders, college athletes, professional athletes, military personnel, first responders. You see where I'm going with this. Now, regardless of which ketogenic diet you decide to follow, whether it's the traditional or the targeted approach or the much more advanced approach, you must know and understand what are healthy fats. Why? Well, by understanding the difference between healthy and unhealthy fats, it's very significant and it's an important step towards success in the ketogenic diet. The ketogenic diet plan, at its very core, is a variant of a low-carb, high-fat intake that many other diet plans model. It has a strong focal point on only consuming healthy sources of fat through whole foods and not processed foods. That being said, the type of fat you choose to consume is very significant and there are a few different groups of fats to choose from that can be very healthy. 
So let's talk about some types of fat. Saturated fat, monounsaturated fat, polyunsaturated fat, and trans fat. Now when it comes to saturated fat, let's face it, it's gone through the media gauntlet. It has been widely demonized in the past, but now modern research has started to turn the page and illustrate that there is no real link between saturated fat and heart disease risk factors. Not only that, eating healthy saturated fats could actually promote good heart health, so you should be incorporating them into your daily keto lifestyle. For example, the type of saturated fat that you'll find in coconut oil is referred to as MCT, medium chain triglycerides. This particular type of fat is a very easily digestible source of fat which can be used immediately as a source of fuel. This makes MCT one of the best fats to eat for physical performance and fat loss. Other documented benefits of saturated fat include improved cholesterol, better immune health, and support for bone density, maintenance, and hormone creation. You can get plenty of saturated fat in your daily diet by making sure that you include butter, some red meat, cream, eggs, cocoa butter, as well as coconut oil. Now when we're talking about monounsaturated fat and polyunsaturated fat, aka I like to call them your monounsat and your polyunsat, this dynamic duo are naturally occurring and have plenty of healthy sources. Monounsaturated fats have long been considered an important part of a healthy diet. They are linked to a rise in good HDL cholesterol, lower blood pressure, reduced risk for heart disease, and reduced insulin resistance. Some good sources of monounsaturated fats can be found in your EVL, aka extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil or avocados themselves, nut oils, and even goose fat. These are just a few examples of some of the oils that I use in my kitchen. Polyunsaturated fats, on the other hand, are slightly more complex as they can be found in both healthy and unhealthy sources. Now there are some polyunsaturated fats that should not be heated as this can form free radicals which are linked to inflammation, heart disease, and certain types of cancers. You should avoid using polyunsaturated fats that are part of highly processed oils. If you'd like to know more about that, refer to some previous episodes where I do a deep dive starting with stepping up your grocery game. Good sources of polyunsaturated fat will contain a mix of omega-3s and omega-6s. These can help reduce heart disease risk factors and help with inflammatory diseases. In order to get the best from these healthy fats, try to include walnuts, pecans, fatty fish, fish oil, flax seeds, chia seeds, and nut oils in your diet. For an extensive, all-inclusive list, be sure to listen to Stepping Up Your Grocery Game Part 1 and Part 2 episodes. Now let's talk about the elephant in the room, trans fats. Processed polyunsaturated fats create artificial trans fats which is why you should always choose unheated and unprocessed sources of polyunsaturated fat. You still with me? Hang in there now. Processed trans fats are the most dangerous fats to eat, and they are the ones that you'll find in your favorite snacks, junk food. 
These increase your risk of heart disease, cancer, high cholesterol, and inflammation. Now, believe it or not, not all trans fats are bad. You can have some natural trans fat when on the ketogenic diet. These are a type of trans fat that's referred to as racinic acid, which it doesn't sound appealing, I'll admit that, but it's naturally occurring, a natural occurring trans fatty acid that's found in the remnants of mammals that ferment plant-based foods to derive nutrients. This includes cattle, sheep, and goats. In addition to that, there are trans fats that are present in dairy products such as milk, butter, yogurt, and animal fat. That is also the same trans fat that is found in human milk. In order to eat these healthy fats, make sure that your diet includes grass-fed animal products and dairy fats like butter and full-fat yogurt. Bottom line up front, what I want you to keep in mind is that by balancing your ketogenic diet to include fats from all four of the key categories I just covered, but avoid consuming processed trans fats. Doing so will enable you to meet your fat ratio while also gaining all health benefits of these healthy fats and avoid the unhealthy fats. These are my thoughts and I'm curious to hear what you have to say on the subject matter. Feel free to send your comments or questions to chef-coach at eatlivelovetrain.com or you can DM me on Instagram at eatlivelovetrain. As always, I appreciate you tuning in. And remember, we are a reflection of what we eat. I'll see you next time.